everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where it's leg day here at That's Life, and if you see me walking down the street, it looks like I can't bend my knees. That's why. Ouch. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, General Manager at the Nahum Seal Network. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nahum's live lunch. And for those of you who heard my shtick two weeks ago and again last week about, you know, generally being supporters of the First Amendment, and in this case specifically the New York Post, yeah, the Twitter saga continues. It is the most ridiculous thing. Well, I would say it's the most ridiculous thing going on right now, but it's really not. It's just one of, I don't know, many ridiculous things going on right now in this country. But yes, the New York Post, the newspaper of the New the, the <laughs> The newspaper, the New York Post, the Twitter account of the newspaper of the New York Post is still frozen. And it has actually even triggered hearings based on this lockout. It's The whole thing is nuts. The whole thing is absolutely nuts. But I'm sure after the election is over, they will unlock the Twitter account of the New York Post. It is my weekly reminder for everyone to wash their hands with soap and water, uh, to exercise social distancing, to wear masks in public, to be safe, to be courteous, all of those things. By the way, I the most recently I heard, um, you know, which is uh, which is I don't want to say a battle cry of some, but the line of well, they all have we have antibodies, so we don't need to wear a mask, buddy. Yeah, you need to wear a mask anyway because unless you're walking around with a tattoo on your forehead that says I have antibodies. Then, then you're just making other people uncomfortable in your space by not wearing a mask. So there's still that level of just general courtesy. And really, wearing a mask, not that big of a deal. Actually, it's not a big deal at all. So please, put on your masks, exercise social distancing, make sure you're being considerate of each other and taking necessary precautions for all of us to get through this rather, rather quickly and certainly as safely as possible. Let's do the fortune cookie. I know I had mentioned that these tea bags I've been uh, using have little sayings on the, uh, I don't know, what do you call that part? The flag of the tea bag, the thing that hangs outside the cup, the little piece of paper. Anyway, so opening my tea bag this morning, my tea bag told me, this life is a gift. Thank you. I do, I do agree with that. And today's fortune, by the way, today's fortune says the most important relationship in your life is with yourself. That I agree with as well. Somebody gave me very good advice a long time ago that the reason on a plane you have to put the oxygen mask on yourself before putting the oxygen mask on the person next to you is that if you don't take care of yourself, you are of no good to anyone around you. Let's do today's national holidays. It's internet day. Yeah. If you're listening to me, then you're already celebrating. Way to go. And It is also National Cat Day. No, no, I will not be celebrating National Cat Day. I don't think there should be National Cat Day. I don't I don't want to say I don't think there should be cats, but I'm not celebrating this and don't bring a cat near me. National Hermit Day? No clue. World Psoriasis Day. Okay, World Stroke Day. And Read for the Record Day. I think it's about reading X X amount during one day, twenty-four hour period of time to beat a record. That's what I think this is. I'm going to do more research, and we'll get back to you about that during the live lunch. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Segal Network. I'm joined this morning by Maury Litwack from Teach NYS. 
Teach NYS is a community's, our community's advocate for equitable government funding for non-public schools. As a 501c3, Teach NYS conducts all voter activity on a strictly nonpartisan basis and endorsing no candidates or parties. Maury, I know you've been literally hitting the sidewalk, pounding the pavement, so thank you for taking the time with us this morning. Miriam, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm uh, super, super excited to talk about boosting the vote and what you anybody can do to uh, really amplify their voice and also about our campaign to stop fetching and start voting. Yeah, I totally want to hear about that because anything that involves fetching after I already fetched about leg day and, uh, you know, and exercise and whatever, I'm totally about fetching. But I want to start by asking the following question. Teach NYS, why does it matter to you if I vote? Well, I think it's extremely important for people to vote from uh, an advocacy perspective. You know, as, as you know, and we've been on, on um, the network many times talking about the fact that uh, when there have been uh, anti-Semitic attacks, that uh, the communities ask for more security funding uh, for our schools and schools. Uh, parents struggle with the cost of tuition. Uh, special needs parents struggle with their own costs and needs, and uh, government services and funding comes into play here in such a massive way. And uh, elected officials look to communities who vote, and they want to understand what their priorities are and the things they care about and the issues they care about. And so when we're advocating uh, in the, the months that we advocate, uh, it, it, it is we want to be looking behind our shoulder and having communities that are active and voting and, and, and their voices are loud, um, because that's what elected officials, uh, especially those recently elected, are going to be looking to communities that are active in the process and saying, um, okay, well, why, why are they voting? What are the issues they care about, um, and, 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 and how do I interact with them? And that's really what connects us uh, from an issue perspective, not to mention all the other things that I can mention about why you must vote. Right. You and I can sit and talk forever about the importance of voting, and clearly you and I are on the same page. So the way I asked that question was basically the smart aleck way of saying, Maury, what do you care about what I do? But you're saying no. Don't think of it as just about yourself. Think about it as your community. And even if you just want to think about it as you, one person, just about yourself, I just mentioned a whole bunch of different issues that pertain to you. Don't they matter to you? And that is where you're getting people, right, Maury? That's where you're making people understand that even if they, quote unquote, think that their vote is irrelevant, you're saying it's not. A hundred percent. And I think it's extremely important for people to understand that um, their vote matters uh, and it matters. Uh, there are a lot of the things we hear about are typical excuses, Miriam, like, for example, my vote doesn't count. Uh, or in a blue state, the presidential election is basically a given, so why should I vote? Or I don't like the candidates, mm. or these, you know, things like that. And when you, when you dissect these things, and the, or other things we hear are, I- I'm, gonna get, uh, um, I'm going to get uh, jury duty, and I don't want to <laughs> vote. Um, or or I, a lot of the ones we hear are, are, we always vote, don't bother us. And so each of one of these things, I can, I can go through really quickly and, sh- and just debunk these, but it require, we need to debunk these things because community members um, believe that, that, uh, um, that either these are valid excuses for not voting uh, or they sort of get this apathetic, don't bother me, I'm going to vote, and then we forget to vote. Mm. 
God, forget to vote. It's such a crazy concept, right? For people like you and me, forget to vote. It wouldn't even cross our minds because we understand not only the civic responsibility that we have to participate in our country and in our democracy, but also taking a line from one of my favorite shows, decisions are made by those who show up. So show up. Yeah, hundred percent. And and look, I just want to use use an example that I've been talking a lot about, which is let's let's you know we have a lot of people who listen to the show who are in the New York, New Jersey area. We have a lot of people who listen to the show um, in other states also. Uh, and obviously, we have grandparents and kids and uh, and grandkids who live in, in in other states. Now, if you live in a blue in a in a swing state, Miriam, you're probably really excited because you feel like you're going to have an impact on <laughs> the presidential election. But what I have to tell you is you still have to do your due diligence to to you. You must do your due diligence to remind people uh, to, to make sure you understand the voting process, to make sure that you're filling your ballot out correctly, to make sure you have a voting plan, um, which I know you highlighted uh, before. You have to make sure you're doing those things. If you're in a blue state, if you're in a New York, New Jersey, and you say, well, it doesn't really matter, you are wrong. State and local elections are on the ballot right. as well, and state and local issues are on the ballot. And it's extremely important for people to understand that politicians don't know who you voted for, but they do know whether or not you voted. And that in the blue states is critical because next year, Mary, you know that politicians up for re-election include the mayor of New York. There's mm. going to be a brand new mayor of New York. There's going to be a, a, there's going to be a race for governor of New Jersey. So the politicians now are going to be looking and saying, which communities vote and which do we have to go on the campaign trail next year and really listen and hear from? So, yes, blue state. Swing state. Your voice matters. Your vote matters. You have to get out there and vote. A hundred percent. So, so well said, Maury. So well said. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network and Teach NYS, a member of the Teach Coalition. Their own Maury Litwack joins us today as we are going to go over the voter checklist for 2020. There is a voting plan. They want you to understand how easy it is. We're, we're going through why it's important to vote. But let's talk about how easy it is to vote. What do people need to know, Maury, in order to make sure that they vote next week? Well, we, we, it's, it, there's a couple of really basic things to know. So first and foremost, it's important to know um, people are asking us if they can vote in person. There are areas you can vote in person. There are areas you can't vote in person. So uh, you have to look at your any of your state websites are going to have that information. You literally have to just go to New Jersey, the New Jersey government, the New York government, Florida, wherever it is. You can go to your, 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 your government and, and, or Google, find my ballot right. box or find my polling place, <laughs> and you can find that information out. The reason why it's important to do that is because if you're planning on voting in person, which you can do in certain areas, great, and you have to know it's not going to be necessarily the same you know, places for you to vote everywhere, and so you have to find your location. And then if you're fi- planning on voting by mail, it's extremely important for you to understand the process and do it correctly. Miriam, I just want to tell you, that I, in one of the primaries, I live in New Jersey, and one of the primaries earlier, I, I thought that I filled out the ballot correctly, <sighs> and I didn't forgot to put one form in. And me, Maury Litwack, uh, voting, voting, voting person, I got a letter back saying my vote did not count because oh. I incorrectly filled out the ballot. Oh, and so, and I share that. I share that because I think I want people to understand if I could could fill it out incorrectly. You could fill it out incorrectly. And so you have to make sure you know the process for oh. voting. And, then, and, and that's what we talk about with the voter plan. And, you can, and, and learning these basic things gets you to where you need to be. And so, but again, Miriam, we're not talking about hours. We're talking about 10 minutes, right. 15 minutes to figure this out and then have a plan 
to do it. Right. So, uh, but I really, I, I think it's important people understand that process because I, I just, we, 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 every election, the community says, I'm going to vote, I'm going to go to vote. And then they people forget they don't have time. We interviewed and we went on tour and we interviewed a candidate, who, a, a person who used to be in office, who's not in office anymore in New Jersey. And he told me that when he lost by some 30 votes, People in the community said, I didn't have time. Ugh. I forgot. I didn't know you were on the ballot. Like, this, these things happen all the time, Miriam. That's crazy. I mean, I am, I am speechless from your own personal story, Maury. I just think it's important. You know, I, it's, 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 I, told, um, I told my wife I was going to talk about that. I started talking about it about a couple weeks ago. It's, it's embarrassing, but if it educates one person on the importance of voting, then it's great. And, 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 I'm, and I'm proud to share it because it's just people have to realize there's no worse feeling than, than going through this process and doing our civic duty and then realizing you messed it up. Oh, 100%. I agree with you 100%. I, I am just... And by the way, I give you a lot of props for, for sharing the information in the first place, for telling that story, but it really is an important lesson to learn. Okay, so let's go through the checklist. If you're voting in person, what do you need to do? If you're voting in person, you need to find out where your actual a your at where your actual voting um, location is. Okay. By the and way, not to no, sorry to interrupt you, but anybody who's yeah. on the app right now, if you look at the app, you will see that we have uploaded the voter checklist in uh, as the image on the app, so you can literally look along with us while Maury is going through it. You can see the voter checklist that we're referring to. Okay. So if you're voting in person, the first thing you need to do is find your polling location. Correct. You have to find your polling, your polling location, and it's extremely important because, Miriam, you have to understand, we, we, people have to understand that, that it's not necessarily where it was previously. And right. also people have to understand that, unfortunately, in an area like New York City, there's been massive lines in order to vote in person. And you don't have to vote. You know, so, like, if you're going to go somewhere, you have to know and be aware that in some places there's going to be a lot longer uh, locations. Right. And and so you you got to know that you got to you got to you got to vote early or vote on election day. Um, but that's really the, the the biggest question for you if you're voting in person is find out where your location is. And in some areas of of, of uh, in some areas of the country, you're literally not going to be able to vote in person. They're just not going to have it, it close enough for you to do it. It's going to be much harder to do it. And you have to recognize that, which is really part two, which mm. is voting by mail. Right. Voting by mail. So you're looking to, you're making sure that you are completing your mail-in ballot and that you read the instructions and you sign it. Take the time to do it properly so that your vote counts. Correct, correct. And, and, and we have an office in Pennsylvania. There's a lot of confusion over that in Pennsylvania, and I think it's extremely important for people to take the time to read through it and, and understand it. And, and if they have questions, they obviously can, can um, we have a number on that form that you can call, which is 201-937-8442. Again, 201-937-8442. Miriam, we have, uh, we have voter lines dedicated to taking people's questions. We have lines dedicated to people in the states I mentioned. We have, um, line, we have a Yiddish line also. Oh. We have lines. We've, we've been getting calls from people. from We've been getting calls from communities from Teaneck to Williamsburg to Lakewood to Brooklyn. We've been getting calls everywhere. Our calls are... People, again, I want to emphasize, people think this is easy. They think the process is simple. I vote. Leave me alone, Maury. Every three minutes, our phone rings, ask, people asking one of the questions in the voter checklist. 
every three minutes. Wow. Unbelievable. But you have to be, first of all, you have to be so proud of your efforts. I mean, if people are calling and people are responding, then you're getting the word out. You're being effective. So fabulous for you. Way to go. That's that's huge. But uh, But are you finding... I mean, there's such angst, I mean, to put it nicely, there's such angst and anger and frustration in this country right now, and so many people, frankly, dreading Tuesday. Are you finding that, on the one hand, people are more excited or more interested in voting voting this round of, of elections, or you're finding more people are throwing their hands up and saying, you know what, this is going to be a mess regardless, I don't want to be a part of it? I think you have a lot of excitement, Miriam, but again, I'm, I'm really worried about the bluer states because there, there's just a lot of the two things we hear consistently are either my vote doesn't matter because the, we, we, the presidential election in New York, New Jersey is a given. They're blue states. Right. Um, and the other thing we're hearing is that uh, people don't like the mail-in ballot process or they don't like they don't trust the mail-in ballot process. And there's this in this what I call I'm going to use the word insane uh, protests going on where people are saying to us, well, I'm planning on not voting if that's the process. And, and, I, and I just think that that's, that's the, the education we're doing on this is, is, is basically there's a lot of options for, for people to, to vote, learn how to vote, call up their elected officials, make sure the process is smooth. But the, the last thing people should be doing is basically either saying, I'm not voting because uh, my vote doesn't count, or I'm not voting because I don't like the process. I mean, this is, this is just, it, it doesn't work. So, that's not worth it. And that's where the stop fetching, start voting uh, comes in, which is, is there's major issues. There's things you care about from property taxes to, um, to education, to security, all these things you care about. That, this is your way to not just fetch about it, but do something about it, Miriam. You're so right. And I want to talk about the fetching in a second. I just want you to note that I've had three comments so far about this interview on our app. The first one is Yasher Koach filling in my mail-in ballot while you present. So props to that listener right now who is voting as we speak. That's actually pretty cool. Someone else asks, is it true that in New Jersey you can't vote in person? I'm confused. Right. So a lot of uh, there are some locations that you can vote in, in person in New Jersey, and we'll put that up on the app. Also, a specific piece on New Jersey as well. Um, but it's really the answer to that is, is 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 not it's a little longer for this call, because the answer is really it depends on where you live uh, and the structure of it. So there is a mail in ballot process in the state of Jersey, which includes ballot boxes that you drop things off. But there are opportunities to vote as well. But but it's a, it's a it is a, a, a more a longer process than, for example, in New York. Got we will it. share. We will literally share that information and put it on the app as well. Okay, great. And then so a listener in Washington State, so good morning to that listener, a listener in Washington State says, please make note that your discussion is place-specific. Only mail-in is allowed in Washington State. Yep, that is something we, we certainly did mention, and I'm happy to reiterate it, that Maury has commented that, that in-person voting is not available everywhere in this country this time around in 2020. So you really have to know your location, which is why you need to confirm your polling location first up. That is the first item on the voter checklist. Confirm your polling location. You know, it, I'm, almost, I'm almost tempted to think, to say something like, it should be easier to vote. But if it wasn't corona, if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic, it usually is much easier to vote. Yes, it's, it's, look, it's, it's usually much easier to vote, um, but... <laughs> It might be even yeah, more no, important we, we, this time around. 
Look, we have no excuses, though, Miriam, because it's not like our community was voting at 100 percent. I mean, the numbers are the numbers. Right. I mean, in some primaries, our community is voting at the same clip everyone else is voting at, which is 20 to 30 percent. So we we don't really have a leg to stand on to sort of say, well, if we had, we would have been doing it. It would have been easier. and We would have done it. Our our community doesn't have a history of doing it. Um, And and uh, I think we have to. There's no time like the present to sort of get our act together. That's such a good point. Right. Even when it was easy, we weren't doing it. So stop your fetching. So let's talk about it. Who's been fetching, Maury, and who are you trying to get to stop fetching? I think that there's a lot of buzz on social media in particular, uh, and our community is all over the five or six social media platforms and complaining about different issues and very important issues that they, that need to be resolved. But... This is an opportunity to do something. This is an opportunity. And I went around and I traveled and I met with volunteers. I met with the next generation, young leaders. I met with Rabunim. I met with heads of schools. And I asked them the question, Miriam. I said, what would happen if our community voted at 100%? And, and two people actually cried on the spot. They said they would be so excited if our community did that. It would be such a monumental thing. Wow. But unfortunately, we still run into people who, who simply say they don't like the candidates. They don't like this. Etc. And those are the people who next week will be be lighting up my inbox <laughs> and my voicemails and WhatsApp complaining about the election or whatever it is. And when I ask, I'll never forget the stories. Four years ago, I was in a room with a bunch of, um, of, of young leaders on the West Side, and they were doing this to me maybe six, seven days after the election complaining about stuff. And I asked people to raise their hand if they voted in the last election. And about 30% of the hands came up. So that's who we're talking about. Right. It, it, you, you're... you're that, that little part of you that says, I'm going to delay and not not uh, fill out my ballot, I'm going to take my time of it, it doesn't really matter, et cetera, and then you're out uh, afterwards complaining about stuff, this is something tangible you can do. Plus, it, you can call and, and email and contact your friends. Uh, I provided uh, Miriam used the link earlier. We have a link called teachcoalition.org slash vote2020. Again, teachcoalition.org slash vote2020. And this app allows you to sign up your friend for your, with your friends and get um, you know get cool swag and 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 encourage your friends to do this as well. So if you hear people quetching, you can give them something to do besides for uh, blowing up your WhatsApp or your phone <laughs> or your inbox. Right. Stop fetching, folks. You can't complain about the outcome if you didn't take part in the process. That's the bottom line. Maury Litwack, I thank you as always. I mean, this was so such an important conversation. I I, I mean. I think we really we really made an impact, and I, I give you a tremendous amount of credit because you are out there and you are at the forefront of this, and your point is it doesn't matter who you vote for. It matters that you vote. And, of course, you can contact Ben at Teach NYS with more voting questions. If you have voting questions, call 201-937-8442. To that listener on the app who is wondering about what to do in New Jersey, call 201 201- Nine three seven eight four four two. Maury Kolaka vote to you. Continued strength, my God. Continued strength in all of your good work, and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Miriam, can I can I give you thirty more seconds or something? Sure. Real quick, Miriam. I know you love our stop fetching star voting hat. We're going to send you ah! our stop fetching star voting hat so you can wear it and our our swag. And I also want to offer. We have um, uh, other swag like I tote and I vote. It's a tote bag. I'm gonna. We're gonna send. We we want to give uh, Miriam and the network. Uh, we'll we'll send two or three of those. You can pick any of your listeners, anybody who you feel is really getting the vote out and promoting it. 
and we will send them to you. You figure that out, Miriam. I want to encourage your amazing listeners to do this. So we will send it for Miriam to figure out. And, and, and that is, it is our pleasure to keep spreading the word. Amazing. I love it. And especially because I'm traveling on Tuesday. I am voting in advance. I'm traveling on Tuesday. I'm going to wear that hat in multiple states, Maury. Amazing, amazing. And please, please, we'll send to you. You figure out, Miriam, you decide who, which listeners are really getting the vote out. You let, you let us know. We will send them swag as well. You bet. I certainly will. Maury, thanks so much for joining me this morning. Happy voting. Thank you so much, Miriam. Thanks. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And I think we're going to bring our music up in the background because the song... No, we're not. We're not? Oh, we are. We're going to bring the music up in the background because, of course, I play this every year as we... There we go. As we go into... Parshas Lachlachad's Gershon Varoba's Across the River. I love this song. And as you know, a full afternoon of programming continues. The live lunch hosted by Nachum Siegel begins in just a few moments at the top of the hour. And throwback Thursday at 1 p.m. The encore of JM Rewind at 4 p.m. And Mark with his unbelievable Arab Shabbos show. It just gets better every single week. Mark, you're doing a fabulous job. That starts at 7 p.m. Tomorrow morning, JM in the AM starts at 6 o'clock in the morning. And, of course, if you're up even earlier than that, you never know. You may hear you, <laughs> you may hear Nahum even before 6 a.m. Make sure to tune in as well. And Avrami hosts Saturday Night Seagull this Matzei Shabbos at 9 p.m. Matzei so JM Sunday, 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Oh, we changed the clocks this weekend, correct? We changed the clocks. That we certainly do. So make sure to fall back one hour this Sunday morning, Saturday night, Sunday morning. You can always set your clocks before you go to sleep. Wake up Sunday morning. You're already on time. Enjoy the music, folks. Again, that's Gershon Varoba with Across the River. That's life, everybody. Happy Parshas Lachlacha. Bye, guys.
Yeah. 